Hello, creeps and ghouls. You're listening to Martell's Movie Madness with your host, Ryan Martell and Cagney Larkin. So grab your popcorn and try to survive the movie madness. <laughs> Y'all, it's Brad Martell here. This is Martell's Movie Madness, and I'm with Cagney Larkin. <laughs> you sound like you're mid shit. Yeah, like that you're was, on the commode, uh, like stressing. That was my mid shit. Hades, aka wrestler promo. Uh, <laughs> there was there was like 25 percent uh, Macho Man. Let's do it again. Let's hear let's hear your your best Macho Man impersonation. I don't want to do that. This is uh, <laughs> is that appropriation. No, uh, but it is, I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the Macho Man Randy Savage, also known as Randy Poffo. Oh, was that his government name? Was a Jewish young man. Oh, that's I believe a good time, he, I believe he had a brisk. Oh, yeah, brother. And a, and a bar mitzvah, if it's, you will. Snap into a latka. I'm sure he celebrated Hanukkah. Yeah. Which is the topic of today's episode. Yes, it is. Well, the pick of the movies of today's episode. We're not yeah. going to actually specifically talk about Hanukkah, though. The no, tradition. That would be the most ill-informed <clears throat> podcast of all no, time. No, as as a uh, we just, outsider looking in, I do not have yeah. the required knowledge to give you guys a history lesson on. Hanukkah. We literally just learned the Yiddish term for grandfather today. Yes. Yes. What was it again? Zadie. Zadie. Yeah. Zadie. Yeah, and I and I almost dated a Jewish girl, so I should have known that. Thought you were about to say I almost dated a Zadie, so I should have no, known. No, well, that. you know, if you would have dated a Jewish grandfather, you probably would have been pretty set right the now. Po- the the podcast quality probably would be a lot better. We wouldn't have any audio issues, Ryan. You're fucking and, up. Uh, You're fucking up. That is not to say anything because he's Jewish, but just because if I was with an older man, it would be a guy who had money for sure. <laughs> don't want anybody. It. Don't want anybody thinking that we're making yeah, an anti-Semitic comment. We're not Kanye West. Whoa, now. Uh, but well, well, before we get into God, the movies, is this a poly charged podcast. Before we now? get too poly charged, or we get into the movies we watch today, let's talk about what you've been watching, Kag. What I've been watching. What you've been watching. You want to know what I've been watching? I want to know. That's sweet. The people um, want to know. Well, fuck, Ryan. It's been a minute since we potted. It has. It's, it's been, been a minute. One week since you looked at me. Almost a month, because it was before yeah. Thanksgiving. So, uh, happy Thanksgiving. Happy <laughs> New Year. Very honestly. Now, December 12th. is 12 I believe, hold on, let me, look at, let me look at the calendar real quick, so I know when this episode actually drops. Okay, this episode will drop on the 23rd. Okay. The 23rd, and the Christmas special oh, will drop fuck. on Christmas Day. Happy so, early Christmas to you guys. You guys will get two episodes that week. Nice. What a, what a treat. Today. And this is actually, like I said, it's a Hanukkah episode, so it'll be the one, two, three, four, fifth night of Hanukkah when nice. this comes out. Cool. So. Adam Sandler. What's up? <clears throat> All right. Ryan, I've been watching some stuff since I last saw you. Um, I watched the first episode of the Santa Clauses. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was good. It kind of felt like they're rehashing the first movie, but with Tim Allen already. Yeah. The cool spoiler for that that's around here is your most doing this. Um, there's a Tim Allen multiverse, and there's multi Tim Allens in the show now. So mm-hmm. you need to check that out. It's very in- it's intriguing. What I've been hearing about. I heard about that, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. 
Saw a great movie in the theaters, Ryan. What was that? It's called The Menu. The Menu. Is this about DVD menus? You've seen this. It's this a documentary. Already. No, I've seen this. You've seen it. You've yeah, seen I've it. seen this too. Yeah, it's about DVD menus. About yeah, Easter the DVD eggs. menu screens. It's about, uh, speaking of that, you know Ghostbusters DVD menu won the award? No. Like the year it came out. Yeah, what, for, what, for best for DVD like, menus? Yeah, something like that. There was like an awards song going on for DVD menu innovation or some shit. No, the, the most interactive DVD menu right. screen. But uh, the menu. Loved it. The menu. Fucking great film. It is. It's an excellent film. Uh, it's very good on the palate. Yes. A little tongue in It's very, very pleasing flavors. Yes. The yes. texture as well. The mouthfeel. The movie is, is a, nice. it's an eight-course dish. Eight-course feast. I loved it. Um, definitely my top ten. Stay tuned to find out where. Yeah. Um, We watched a little movie together. After we did something, we filmed Watch Christmas Story Christmas. Yeah, like we, we it was after night. we shot. Um, it was the first, the second weekend of woke. My first of weekend. Wokaki. Yeah, of Wokaki. And uh, yeah, Christmas Story Christmas is great. I think it's yeah, it's definitely a great spiritual successor because sure. it had the same exact tone as the first film, but just Ralphie growing up. Mm-hmm. Since people complaining about it, but fuck yeah. Hey, anybody complaining about it's just an fuck asshole. Yeah. Um, watched probably what everybody is thinking is like the best show on television. I mean, it fucking swept the Emmys. Won ten Emmys altogether, including Best Actor, Actress, Best Drama. White Lotus just finished mm, off season White two Lotus. last night. Uh, it's been a fucking ride. Probably my favorite like television drama. Slow out ride. Currently, take it easy. Slow ride, take it easy for sure. Because Better Call Saul <laughs> ended earlier. Ended earlier this year. Slow ride, take it easy. Every time I hear that, I think of Power Rangers, the movie, the one with the, the purple goo, the lean. Uh, is that song in that movie? Maybe. Maybe I just associate it with it. Who knows? I don't know. Um, anyways, yeah, White Lotus. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of buzz around it. I'm sure the people that are hearing me talk about it right now are probably like, oh, God, no. Somebody else buzz. talking about that show again. It's great. Oh, my favorite show that I watched this year, though, was Chucky Season 2. Yeah. We finished that out. Excellent. What a fucking blast. And I'm... Uh, where the fuck is that show going to go now? That's it's wild. I don't know. It's yeah. wild. There's a whole. There's a couple of di- directions it can go. It, it yeah. hasn't been renewed yet, though. I know. So. It, uh, which is weird because season two was announced during season one, yeah. right before the finale. So hopefully we get some words. If not, Don Mancini's already said that it will continue into films. Yeah, there yeah. Are, he said this. These storylines that we see currently are going into films. Uh, so yeah, that was great. I uh, saw another movie in the theaters that wasn't as good as the menu. Still enjoyable though. Bones and all. Okay. And you haven't seen that. Right? No, I haven't seen Bones and all yeah. yet. It's a good. It's a good film for it. Is there are some quirks here or there. Uh, but yeah, it's it's overall enjoyable. You'll love it. I think. Okay. I think. Um. Fall. We haven't talked. I felt like I watched that forever ago. No, I guess I, haven't told, I must have watched that like the day yet. after we potted with you or something. Mm-hmm. But fucking a, definitely on the top ten for this year. Anxiety like you've never felt before in a film. Like okay. you, my girlfriend Amanda, fucking sweating anxiously the entire <laughs> film, like sliding off of the couch. <clears throat> it's a it's a fucking thrill ride and it's intense. Give it a watch. Uh. Started rewatching some Wilfred, getting my girlfriend okay. into that. Uh, watched Eurovision, 
Have you ever seen that movie? No. Will Ferrell? No, I've never seen that. It's not a Christmas movie, so I recommend you watch it in the winter, though. Yeah. Because it takes place in, what is it? Is it Poland? Norway? Yeah. No, it's Finland, I think. Finland? I don't know. know. Uh, Some little tiny town over there in the other side of the world. But... Watch it in between Christmas and New Year's. Okay, give it a, give it a good watch. It's about the Eurovision song. But don't watch it. In, don't watch it in February though. You can watch it in February, any okay. of the winter months. But I recommend you watch it soon because it's okay. really good. All right, that movie is awesome, and the music was stuck in my head for like days afterwards. Uh, rewatched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Nice, uh, fucking that's a good one. Brad Pitt steals that movie. Mm, yeah, it's, every time I watch it, I'm just more and more enamored. With Brad Pitt's performance in that mm. film. It's so good. And I've come to appreciate Leonardo DiCaprio's side of the story. Oh, God. His performance is fantastic. Yeah, I, I love it. His, he acts his fucking ass off in it. I just, what his story dragged for me when I first watched it. But mm-hmm. I've, come, I've come to really enjoy it now. Well, I think that's because you watched it thinking that his plot was the A plot. It's not. But it's not. The, the, the A plot is Brad Pitt's plot. Yeah, definitely. It's... But which you wouldn't understand that until after you'd seen the movie. Mm-hmm. So I get why people was were thinking that. But I love the convergence at the end with the Manson family member. Well, they're not. Were they Manson? Yeah, family? yeah, they were yeah, Manson yeah, family. Manson family. Yeah. yeah, it's great. Um, Ryan, I was sick. That's why we didn't pod. Yeah, we were and supposed to pod last week. During my sickness, something changed in me. <laughs> I now love. Reality competition <laughs> television series. <laughs> um, so I'm a survivor guy now. We're survivor people in my household. He's a survivor. I uh, love it. We've been season one. We're all the way caught up on the current season. Season fucking 43. It's 40 on. fucking 43. It's Jesus. On. They do two seasons Fuck. a year. Two seasons a year. It's Jesus. We are current on season 43. Why do people still watch this? Because it's that's why it has 43 seasons. Jesus, watch it, bro. Man. Watch it. Once it clicks for you, it's like you I don't have the time. I don't have the time of day for that though. Right. We're so we're trudging through it. We're on season two. I watch now. I, I watch too many movies for that shit. Well, our movie watching has significantly slowed down yeah. now that we're watching Survivor exclusively, which I guarantee you our next episode, it may be me coming on here saying I've only watched Hell's Kitchen and Survivor. Yeah. There may not be any films that have been watched. So, fair warning. But yeah, Survivor, I fucking love it. It's fantastic. Uh, also, I binged an entire series, which I, I guess you could call a forgotten comedy series. It's a Comedy series that came in 2008 with a bunch of A-list actors. Oh, I know you're talking Two seasons, yeah. I'm going to talk about Party Down. Uh, Highly, highly recommend Party Down if you guys haven't seen it. It's got... You good over there? Yeah, I just had like some uh, dirt on my feet or something. on your foot. Uh, It's bothering me a little bit. So, uh, Party Down has Ken Marino, Adam Scott, Martin Starr, Lizzie Mm. Kaplan, Jennifer Coolidge, Jane Lynch... Uh, and the list keeps going. Every episode has a celebrity cameo. J.K. Simmons has a recurring role on there. It's great. It's They're all a group of actors that work for an L.A. catering company, and each episode is a different party they cater. And they, part, they cater kids' parties, orgies, weddings. Yeah. It's nuts. I would say that's like a cult 
it got a cult following it does, after, after the fact. When it, it was just filmed a reunion season. Yeah. Season three just got filmed. The only person that didn't return was Lizzie Kaplan. And it was only because of scheduling conflicts. Yeah. Because yeah. she was 100% trying to do it, but she couldn't make it. Um, Another movie I watched that I really enjoyed, I think probably will be on my top ten as well. There are three movies I've watched that are on my top ten for this year. Wow. Uh, Dash Cam. Dash Cam. It's the follow-up to Host. Okay. Yeah, you told me about this. Yeah, yeah. They, I avoided it for a minute because the internet fucking hated it. And they hate it because the main character is an extreme right-wing Republican <laughs> extremist, you know. And, yeah. But it's played for laughs. Uh-huh. And the, the movie is a hundred times more over the top than Host. It's crazy. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, Violent Night, saw that? Did you see that? Yes, I did. Yeah, I saw, saw Violent, Violent Night as well. Uh, it was violent. It was. And it took place at night. So it did. It, it checked off the boxes for me, and I was pleasantly surprised. <laughs> I enjoyed it. David Harbour was great. Um, man, I only got two more things, so I'm almost done. All right. I mean, I got a lot. Yeah, so know. We're going to be here for a minute before we get done. It's going to be so. at least 45 minutes before I'm done with my watch. We'll, we'll barely talk about the movies we watched. Anyway, uh... <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen this show, but we binged the entire three seasons. Fucking The Boys on Prime. Oh, no, I never watched it. Bro, it's insane. Yeah, everybody good. keeps telling me I need to watch it. It is phenomenal. I don't, I, I don't keep Prime long enough to watch anything on there. Get Prime long enough to just binge these three seasons. Or no, whenever you're going to be over here next week, fucking throw on the first episode, okay. and I guarantee you will not turn it off. You'll right. you'll be in the middle of season two before you know it. You'll be like, holy shit, I love this show. It's amazing. I can't say enough good things about the boys. Like, I When we first started watching it, that's all I was thinking about for four or five mm, days. Okay. That show. And then uh, finally cleared off after the boys. Bullet Train. Bullet Train. Stupid fun movie. I watched that one today. Nothing, nothing but fun in Bullet Train. You know, it was a great time. And that's it, right? That's what I've been yeah. watching. That's what my eyeballs have been feasting on. Well, I got a lot. Let's get through it. Let's do it. You didn't watch very many Christmas movies, but I watched no. quite a number You've been of Christmas doing a fucking movies. lot of Christmas movies. Pick of the week this week is a Christmas movie. Batman Returns, four out okay. of five. Yeah, oh, okay. Pretty dope movie. Well, I've watched it twice since uh, the the beginning of December, so that to tell you anything about how much I like it. Danny DeVito. Uh, Danny DeVito, Michelle Pfeiffer, Christopher Walken, Tim Burton, Michael Keaton. Come on, come on. Doug, Doug Jones is in there. The best Batman. Being a tall mm-hmm. clown. Uh, I saw a couple of things in theater. Like we 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 went over them already with you. The menu, yeah, five out of five. For oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent on Ryan Tomatoes. Um, I'm not Ryan gonna Tomatoes. I'm not gonna. I like to leave my mystery of my top ten of the year. So I'm not gonna confirm or deny that it's made the list. I'll confirm my list, but not my but placements. There is a list, and it has movies on it. And, and the menu is fucking probably number one. The menu is included <laughs> in the in the running for what uh, is going on that list. Yes. And so is the next movie, Violent Night, which it's it's highly unlikely this will make the top ten because it's a Christmas movie. I don't think it's cracking my ten, but uh, I loved it. It's good. great. It is a five out of five for me. Also, it, it delivers Leguizamo. it delivers everything I wanted it to. It gives me fucking violence it gives me santa claus being a badass the only person i didn't like is the dad 
So he, I don't, he, his old little thing fell short for him. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not one of those people who just who dislikes characters in movies like that. Like unless they're like supposed to be evil, then I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah no, I don't like that guy. Some about like, his acting didn't quite do it for me. No, I didn't. It didn't really hit me either way. That's good. Um, I loved that. Um, what's her face from Righteous Gemstones was in it. Uh, Edie Patterson. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was great. Um, but yeah, five out of five. Both of those, go see them. If, you, if, they're already, if they're still in theaters by the time this comes out, go see them. If not, then uh, check them out on demand or whatnot. Uh, Netflix, I watched Bullet Train. We already kind of spoke about that one. It's a fun, high-paced thrill ride. 3.5 out of 5. High pace. A little bit long. A little bit long for me. It's two hours. Solid uh, two hours. Yeah, it could have. They could have trimmed. It's two. It's two six. It's two hours and six minutes. Yeah. So they could have trimmed about a... 15, 20 minutes off of it, maybe. Yeah, I think I a little bit of trimming, a little trimmage here and there, but it's 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 for the most part, it doesn't feel like you watched a two hour movie. Yeah, it because feels a, more like a lot of the stuff is necessary. Too, yeah, so. yeah, and it wor- it works. So I'm not like discounting it too much because of that. Then on Hulu, I watched A Christmas Carol from 2019, uh, the BBC FX Christmas Carol. The darker one, yeah. Yeah. Guy Pierce. Um, yes, Guy Pierce. Um, Andy Serkis is mm. the ghost of Christmas past. Uh, the fucking guy that's in all the Guy Ritchie movies and in uh, This Is England and all that shit is Marley and... Uh, I gave this one a 2.75 out of 5. I enjoyed it. I thought it was fine. I just... I, I think... The, the thing is, this is a miniseries. Yeah. It was split up into three-hour long episodes. I don't think it's supposed to be watched all in one sitting. Because if you watch it that way, it gets long. It gets boring. It's monotonous. Um, yeah. And I also didn't like that they... they they kind of made the whole the whole thing with the Christmas Carol is it's a redemption story. Yeah, and they kind of make Scrooge irredeemable in this. No, and uh, take that term up. They changed up the, They changed up the ending a little bit too, and it, it was just didn't work as well for me. Yeah, I like a good heartwarming Christmas Carol. Uh, it's a wonderful binge. Also on Hulu. Nice. Jealous. I want to watch it. Five out of five, dude. Nice. Just as good as the original. If not even better. I am fucking stoked. Crazy. But Can't so, wait. for those of you who haven't seen The Binge, this movie is the sequel to that. And the, the basic concept of the both movies is that for 12 hours, like The Purge, yeah. uh, all drugs and alcohol are legal when they're normally illegal during the, the rest of the year. Do you need to see The Binge to appreciate this one? No, because they do explain the, pro- the premise nice. of The Binge. Well... Yeah, yeah, I think you do. Okay. I think you do because it's all the same characters. Well, it's all the same. But there's some that didn't on, return. So same dynamics. Yeah. yeah, but only one didn't return. Well, Vince Vaughn. Yeah, did. Well, well, he's the principal too. So yeah, 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 yeah. But see that? Yeah, it, it's it's all different people except for the two of two of the main characters from the first. Yeah. Um. But yeah, check it out. It's it's really fucking cool. They moved the binge to Christmas because people couldn't stand being around their family sober. <laughs> That's awesome. And uh. That's all for Hulu, and then I watched Christmas Bloody Christmas on Shudder. Joe uh, B- Bigus's new movie. Mm-hmm. Did you enjoy it? And getting a lot of shit. I loved it a lot. I loved it a lot. It looks like a I've heard people saying it type deal. I've heard people saying they don't like the first about twenty minutes of it. Mm-hmm. 
all talky. They're like, oh, it would have been great if it wasn't for all the mumblecore shit. And I'm like, what are you fucking, like, people also think, that I think that people have this weird thing where if a dialogue in a movie is too real, like if the way people are talking to each other and the way people are behaving is too realistic, they say that the characters are annoying. Yeah. And I'm like, no, they just remind you of people you know that are annoying. The characters themselves aren't annoying. They're perfectly written. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love this. I love this movie. I love uh, all of the previous movies I've seen from him. They're just, they're all great. I would say check it out. I definitely want you to go see it in a theater. Uh, it's on a, it's on a like, it's like the Terrifier Two deal right now. It's on a weekend to weekend basis. So yeah. we're gonna see how long it lasts. <clears throat> And then on Peacock, I watched about five or six things here. Uh, Haul Out the Holly, Hallmark Christmas movie starring um, Gretchen Wieners from <laughs> Mean Girls. I can, <gasps> I can never remember the actor's name, but that's I can remember that. Gretchen Wieners. And, uh, you know, it's that classic girl from a small town comes back to the small town, falls in love with a small town boy. Yep. But it's got a lot of fun stuff going on in it. And it's we great. know that one all too it's, well. And, it, and here's the twist on this one, though. The, the whole town is kind of in on her falling in love with this guy. They're all trying to, like, make it happen. Okay. So that's cool. And uh, Broadcasting Christmas, another Hallmark one. Not quite as good as Haul Out the Holly, but it's pretty, it's pretty decent. 2.75 out of 5. Uh, this one's got Dean Cain and uh, Melissa Joan Hart in it. And they okay. are... They're newscasters, and they're trying to get this morning talk show host job. And they're, like, in competition. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Window Wonderland. This one is actually pretty fucking good. It's a 3.5 out of 5. Um, It's two people who are... uh, They design window art for a department store. And the job for head window art person comes up and they're in competition to get that job mm. but along the way they fall in love oh, doing so and there's all kinds of christmas magic and shit so well, that's what's, always what's more fun. magical than fucking window um like i said yeah 3.5 out of 5 that one sounds pretty damn good a season for miracles this is an old hallmark movie from 1999 Oof. it's got our girl um <sighs> what's the chick's name from gerald's game Carla, yeah, Carla Cagino. Yeah. And she fucking kills it. This whole movie kills it. It's got uh Mae Whitman in it too, as a little baby. She's like a little oh, wow. she's like a little little twelve year old, little ten yeah. year old in this movie. And uh that's awesome. And it's just overall this movie's just goddamn heartwarming and, and it makes it made me cry. So Aww. I gave it a four out of five. Ryan teared up. I gave that one a four out of five. That was back when Hallmark actually tried. Yeah. Uh, Christmas in Carolina. This is a, this is a, no, well, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's not great. (laughs) I, for one, know Christmas in Carolina. It's not great, but it's, it's not bad. It's, it takes place in Charleston. Oh, well, it's already, uh, the weirdest thing ever, the weirdest thing about it is this dude and this chick meet each other, decide to go on a Christmas trip together to his, his hometown and get engaged within like a week of meeting each other. Wow. And uh, that's strange, but other than that, like that movie, is how we do it in Carolina, baby. The movie is decently entertaining. This is a Hallmark movie made for and by black people. And it's okay. all black cast. 2.75 out of 5 for me. 
Uh, definitely check it out if it sounds like something you're interested in. If you're into Hallmark movies, which I'm getting more into them as I've gotten older, but I'm still not like 100% all about that. You um, lie. You are 110% I'm all about it. Well, see, I'm 110% about watching them, like giving them a shot, but not like as far as the enjoyment goes. Oh, you Some of them are a chore to get through. <laughs> if you're crying, um, you're enjoying, baby. Oh, yeah. Uh, then on Tubi, I watched He Knows, a brand new Christmas horror movie. Yeah, I was about to say, that sounds dark. Steve Morris uh, made this, and it's got some good stuff going Who's on. Who's he, and what does he know? I don't know. Santa? I just I'm friends with him on Facebook because he's in the film uh, community in the in in the world. So that's how I found out about this movie because I was friends <laughs> with him through that. I'm sure there's something else that he's in or wrote or directed or something that I that mm-hmm. I added him because of. But I can't recall right off the top of my head. But this is a three out of five. This is a uh, Christmas killer movie where it's like a, a central targeted family, and uh, it's, it's a lot of cool stuff going on in there. And there's this guy Greg in the movie who gets all the best lines. <laughs> it's got one we of my good Greg. It's got our our somebody we worked with in it, uh, Jessa Jessa Flux. Yeah, yeah. Jessa Jessa. Um, Jess Lindris, Jess. She's great, and she's fun to watch in this. Awesome. There was somebody else that I knew in this, too. Um, oh, yeah, that's it. Julianne Prescott. She's like a scream queen for like the nowadays yeah. era. Uh, but, yeah, that's a three out of five, so go check it out. It's got a lot of heart. It's fun. It's got some good kills in it. So, I mean, a guy gets stabbed in the head with a bong. Oh, wow. So, broken, bo- broken bong awesome. through the head is always something I'm going to pop for. Secret Santa. This is from 1998, I think. How secret was this it? This is a Fred Olin Ray production. Oh wow! <laughs> not not a horror movie. It's a it's a like a family comedy. Mm-hmm. Super low budget. Acting is pretty bad. Yeah. Story is okay at best, and uh, it gets a 2.5 out of five because it's not bad. Bad. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like unwatchable bad. But it's something that I feel like I would only rewatch with other people to make fun yeah. of. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, two point five out of five. Paramount Plus. I watched Christmas in Compton, which was fucking good as hell. Like okay. it was way better than I thought it was gonna be by the cover art. Um, I was expecting like this cheesy, shitty, low budget comedy. Yeah. And I got what I got was a movie with a lot of heart and like inspiring messaging going nice. on. Nice. Okay. And uh, it's it's a damn good if you would. If you only watch one of these corny Christmas movies that I... This one, yeah, Christmas and Compton. Four out of five. Uh, Mercy Christmas, another horror Christmas movie. Uh, This one's about uh, cannibals whose Christmas feast is people that they bring to Christmas dinner. perfect sense. And, uh, yeah, it's okay. It's it's pretty good. Uh, It's got some good blood and guts going on. It's got some fun dialogue. It's got, like... You know, pretty much anything you would want from a shitty Christmas horror movie. It's it's a three out of five for me. I enjoyed it. Nice. Um, a Christmas Carol from nineteen thirty eight, the original, the very first Christmas Carol movie. Yeah. Uh, four OG. out of five. Four out of five, man. It's great. The real Scrooge. It is great. I mean, the acting is of the time, and it is just over the top and mm. fucking great. Uh, it's the classic Christmas. Carol story through and through. 
very few liberties taken. And yeah, so check that one out. Those are on Paramount Plus again. And then I watched a few things on Screenbox, Christmas Apparition. Not so great. It was a little slow and a little esoteric, and it was kind of like... Um, it, it suffered, I think it suffered from the confusion of everything. It mm. just doesn't really have, it doesn't really, it's trying to be like a David Lynchian kind of movie, Yeah, but it's not that. It's, it's clearly like diet that. And I, I, I didn't hate it. And the end is really good. That's a good influence though, but it's a, to use. It's a 2.5 out of 5. It's okay. Okay. Uh, the last Thanksgiving, watch this one on Thanksgiving day, 2.75 out of five. It's got some good stuff going on in it, but overall pretty meh. You didn't um, watch Thanksgiving three on Thanksgiving day? No, I didn't. I don't, I don't have it. So I didn't, I didn't think about watching it. Yeah. I need to buy the two pack. Um, I'm dreaming of a white doomsday. I have that on Blu-ray, but I haven't watched it. It's okay. It's another one of those that it's it's a low budget horror movie that kind of should have leaned more into the um uh it, it should have leaned more in on like violence and campiness and it was trying to be like a A24 type movie. Right. But uh I, and it has a really this one has a really good ending. Yeah. Like the ending of the movie it almost got this movie a 3 just the ending alone. Okay. But it gets a 2.8. I'm giving it a 2.8 because it, it got really close to a 3 with how mm -hmm. it ended. But just everything getting us to that ending was just kind of like... Mm. I'm trying to think of the Christmas horror movies I haven't watched. I got that in Death Simber on Blu-ray. Yeah, I haven't watched Death Simber yet either. Uh, Sick for Toys. This is another Christmas horror movie. Um, that... <laughs> uh in this one there is a brother and sister duo who uh the sister is kind of hot <sighs> yes yes <laughs> but uh crazy as fuck is the word i was the, the phrase i was looking for uh, but the brother's fucking crazy as hell too but he what he does is he gives her men for christmas and she plays with them because they're her toys Crazy runs in the And uh, you should know by the way I said that, that the toys are being played with in a very non-wholesome uh, way. Okay. Uh, this movie's fucked up. <laughs> it's a fucked up Christmas movie. <laughs> I gave it a four out of five because I really did. I really enjoyed what, it, it? what was going on in it, but Ugh. it's fucked. It is fucked. Uh, but it's good. It is good. It's just fucked. Uh, Santa Camp on HBO Max, yeah. documentary about Santa Clauses, uh, people who dress up like Santa Claus and do the Santa Claus stuff around and trying like, to you said it was events about, like, trying and to get malls. More diversity, inclusivity. Yeah, it was about trying to bring more uh, representation into yeah. the Santa community, and we've got our we've got a black Santa, a trans Santa, and a differently abled Santa, and the yeah, the. Awesome. The first half of the documentary is just a bunch of it's kind of a bunch of old white Santas not. Some of them, they're, they're trying in earnest to get it, but they right. don't really fully understand. They come to more, they, they learn more throughout the Santa camp itself. But then what I really like about it is how heartwarming it gets when you see the three different Santas uh, in their community, in their local community. Mm -hmm. And you see the impact it has. Yeah, And there's a part where the trans Santas 
thing is being protested by Proud Boys, and it's heartbreaking. Right. Because these, there's these kids who obviously feel like some kind of confusion, gender it thing going on in their head, whatever. They're obviously having a hard time already with their gender or their sexuality, and then there's these people out here claiming to be for the protection of children that are just basically fucking traumatizing children uh, all because they don't understand because they're fucking, they don't have a third grade education or something. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm not going to get, I'm trying not to get too worked up about this because I, I get worked up about it simmer, when I was watching simmer, it. Simmer, simmer. But it's overall a very wholesome and heartwarming movie, a documentary. It's a 3.5 out of 5. Nice. Uh, a Christmas Story Christmas. We already kind of talked about this one. It gives you everything you want from a Christmas Story movie. Uh, four out of five for me. A Hollywood Christmas. This one, my man, my man, I was telling you about last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. It's about a woman who makes Christmas movies who finds herself in the plot of a Christmas movie. Oh, scandalous. Like the one she makes. And uh, <laughs> lots of fun going on in this one. Uh, the actually Christmas Bloody Christmas, and this one share an actor. The main, the the lead actor in Christmas nice. Bloody Christmas is one of the supporting actors in um, a Hollywood Christmas. Uh, Riley Dandy, she's amazing, and that's a four out of five for me. I love that one. I had a lot of fun watching that one, uh, and I watched Amsterdam on HBO Max. That is a great. Uh, it is amazing. Nice. Uh. Four out of five, because it does have a little bit of, like, drag in the middle. Mm -hmm. But overall, I think it's a pretty good movie. Um, I'm stoked for Babylon, too. It's got some it's got some historical thing. shit going on in yeah. it. Like, it's got some... It's based on a... It's based on inspired by real events, I think yeah. is what it actually says. So, And they show the real news footage at the end of what, what it was based on. And nice. that's pretty cool. But this movie's fucking packed with stars. De Niro. Hell yeah. Fucking Christian Bale. Margot Robbie. It. I mean, everybody. Mm -hmm. I believe even Michael Shannon's in it. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, like, and he's done everything this year. Right. He's Bullet, been in so much shit. Bullet Train, George and Tammy. But yeah, that's my, uh, that's my What You Watching. That's it. That's it. It's, we're in a, we're only 30 minutes, we're 35 minutes in right now. So nice, not bad. We did pretty good on that. Uh... We forgot. We just didn't talk about what we've been going, what we've been doing though. We didn't talk about how we've been shooting woke. We've been busy. We've been doing woke. Uh, I have. You've been doing more woke than me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm way more woke than you. You're bro. way more woke than I am. I've only been on set twice, and I'm, I'm gonna be. I think I'm gonna be wrapped this coming weekend. Yeah. And uh, you got a bigger day coming. Yeah, it's gonna be a big one. <clears throat> I'm looking forward to it, man. I've had a lot of fun on set. Everybody's been real nice. Yeah, and, uh, man, we've cool. been having a blast. Every every shoot's been going pretty smooth, yeah. no real problems. Uh, the biggest problem we had was we had to cancel one weekend because of the rain, yeah. and I wasn't even supposed to act on that weekend anyway. So I was gonna be sitting at home, chilling regardless. Well, no, I think I was. I was supposed to. I was scheduled for Saturday. Yeah, yeah. I was scheduled for the Saturday, and then they they changed it to where it was just gonna be shooting Sunday mm -hmm. stuff, and then Sunday got rained out too. So. But yeah, we watched some Hanukkah movies, man. We did. We always Ryan. try to we always try to squeeze in some Hanukkah for our holiday themed uh, episodes, and this year was no exception. We watched a banger off the gate. Should we watch? Should we, should we talk about the <laughs> yeah, really yeah, good one go first? Go or? It. Yeah, it was it was good. 
I mean, I'm talking about Menorah in the Middle. Menorah and this is a brand middle. new, this is a 2022 <laughs> release. Hot and fresh. I knew when I saw the picture on Hulu that I wanted to watch this movie. And I added it to my stuff. And I was like, I'm going to have to talk Cagney into watching this for the podcast. <laughs> and it turned out that one of the movies we wanted to watch initially for the Hanukkah episode wasn't available anywhere. Yeah. So this one ended up on the on the list. It was great. Starring uh, Sarah DeVito. Yeah. Which is Danny DeVito's daughter. Amazing. Uh, we got Sarah Silverman and her real life sister yes. in this film. Yep. Uh, off gate, you can tell this is an independent production. Yeah. But right off the bat, you can also tell this movie's going to be fucking silly because the opening scene has this couple walking through what is obviously like a set. Quote, unquote, France. France. And, with a fucking uh, mime. A mime in the background. She's got this oversized cheese Danish, and the dude proposes to her, and she throws the Danish in the air behind her. You left out the best part, brother. What? The guitar playing narrator. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a guitar playing narrator right before that that introduces us yeah. to this scene, tells about a few characters. And that's cool, but that... <laughs> It was in it's a way weird. the whole film. It got a little weird. It's a little weird, but it's fun. I enjoyed it. There's though. a scene where the guitar playing narrator kind of interferes with our main characters. And it's funny, but it also feels like really oh, strange. The funniest part of that is that the subtitles were wrong. He said... Um, Something about a breast. I know. It was, uh, it's like going to a brisk... But no one gets cut. But the subtitle said breast. breast. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, I thought he said breast. Yeah. And then uh, the same thing for the narrator. Like one of his final narrations, he's like, "If you've liked my narration, yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm available. DM me. DM me. It's very, <laughs> very self-aware. It's funny. Uh, it I, there was one part where Cagney was like, he was acting like the scene was going on for okay, way no, no, too no. long. It was it, okay. We need to go back and like look at it. It felt like at least a full minute. Um, no, dude. It was like literally maybe eight seconds. It was no, maybe eight seconds. It was way seconds. longer than eight seconds. No, dude. It was maybe. It was like this montage. It was eight seconds tops. Mass phone calls, and it's like at least a minute long. And it just got crazy. I was like, okay, let's go. We on. got us. Uh, we got. Well, we got the, the the trademarks of a rom com. Yeah. Though. Let's we gotta, talk about what the movie's about, though. We haven't even. Well, that's what we're flight. getting in. That's what we're getting. In. We got a douchebag <laughs> fiance. This guy is what's his what's his like Chad is his name. It's Chad is his name, but he talks like and like, he's it's he's fucking got like a crazy smooth Italian or something. He's got some sort of European accent. Yeah. I can't I can't put my finger on it right now, but it is definitely European and it is definitely big. So he proposes to our main character. <clears throat> And she's like, my family is Jewish. You know, you gotta come to my family. And he's like, yeah. I gotta work on my computer, baby. Mm. He's I'm like, sorry. he keeps mispronouncing Hanukkah. <laughs> it's just Chanukah. He's like, I cannot do Chanukah activity with you. And then uh, she gets back home. There's her old flame, Ben. Benjamin. Ben's still around. <laughs> and then uh, the bakery's in trouble. Yeah, the bakery's not the doing The family bakery. Good. The old family bakery. And, uh... What basically happens in this movie, their fiancé becomes the fucking villain. Yeah, he well, even I mean, be- he's kind of set up that way to begin with. Yeah, well, I thought it was interesting yeah. because he doesn't become just the guy that loses his woman to the guy yeah. back home. He's actively a he bad guy. He became the yeah. fucking villain of the family. Like, they were at odds with this fucking dude because he tries we, to outright buy the bakery out of there. Yeah, we kind of glazed over the fact that what really put them in trouble, the bakery put got put in trouble, was... Uh, 
the father has a heart attack. Yeah. And the hospital yeah. bill with the ambulance ride and everything was like thirty thousand dollars. And that's what put him in. So they in were ten thousand so dollars in debt in the in the bakery and then yeah, another thirty. Thirty for the hospital. hospital. So they they have to raise forty thousand dollars in Whoa. six days Can they for do the it? rest of the days of Hanukkah. Can they do it? And uh the metaphor of the eight day, the they only had enough oil for one night, but yeah. it lasted them eight. Yeah, and it worked. Hey, man, a little bit went a long way. It did, and uh, there's some good. Uh, yeah, we don't want to spoil it. Hanukkah stuff in this film, you know, it's very representative for sure. Unlike the other film we watched, which was well, not as represent. It wasn't as uh, it wasn't as Hanukkah heavy. Like, as far as the festivities go, yeah. it was way more Christmas festivities. This one was, but it was also more just focused on the romance, too. Yeah. Than it was the holidays themselves. The title of this film was... Hitched for the Holidays. Hitched for but the before holidays. we move on to that, I want to go ahead and say Menorah in the Middle, 4 out of 5. It's funny. Give it a watch. Yeah, definitely check it out. You'll it's laugh. on Hulu. You it's, might it's cry. way worth checking this other one, on the other hand, I say don't watch it unless you really want to see Joey Lawrence and the chick from Shit's Creek. Uh, maybe I do love horror Hallmark movies because I'm giving this a three out of five. Oh, man. man. I, I, was I was entertained. I thought. I was entertained, man. That's little, all I got to say. Well, we're off from the edges compared to the one we just came off of. Yeah, which... well, that we, you, you, can't, you, you can't compare. Uh, you can't compare a fancy gourmet dinner to McDonald's. No. You know what I mean? But the. Menorah in the Middle definitely didn't take itself as seriously. It had fun with yeah. itself. And I, you know those type of movies that I love, you love. Yeah, those those are the This best. one was definitely the Hallmarky yeah. all the way. Um, made, for, made for middle-aged white women. We'll it did have say a, it. a say silly it. fucking scene of these Catholic people not understanding how Hanukkah works. Oh, bless them. They were trying. At all. They were trying, but the, but the scene their best. is funny because this Jewish family comes over and they've, like, decorated for Hanukkah. But oh, God. The, the local stores were all out of menorahs, so they bought Kwanzaa lamps. Yeah. And then they put a fucking big-ass Star of David on the top of their Christmas tree, and it was uh, pretty insane. They had, like, six menorahs instead of just one with Eight candles on it. Yeah, they were lighting a different menorah every day. <laughs> that was, uh, woo! It was all a lie. It was all but a we got We got Stevie from Shit's Creek in here, and yeah. she's just as cute as ever. Sure. Killing it. Uh, and Joel Lawrence is great, man. I enjoy his, uh, I enjoy his work. I'm one yeah. of the, I think I'm one of the few people who actually appreciate him as an actor and not just a face. Mm -hmm. He's not great. He's not winning any Oscars anytime soon. And he's but no Zac Efron. He's good enough to be in movies. He's no Zac Efron. I feel like a lot of these people who are in Hallmark movies are better than they they get uh, work for. Yeah. You know what I mean? I work with a Hallmark movie guy. Like Gretchen. Cool. Gretchen Wieners. She should be yeah. in more mainstream movies. She pretty much only does Hallmark Gretchen movies now. Wieners. Which I guess they're good. They're good steady paychecks. And uh, Hallmark movies. we had some... Uh, parallels between these movies. There was heart attacks and this. Yep, there was a heart attack film. in both. There was heavy talk of people needing to have a, a full time job. Mm. Uh, I felt that the second movie definitely felt more like how religion kind of takes up a lot of our lives. Yeah, and it felt kind of like it showed that, a especially little bit. at the holidays. I feel like a lot yeah. of people who aren't religious have to 
pretend to be sort of religious uh-huh. when they go see their families and stuff. So it's like, luckily I don't have to do that. I'm, I'm they, everybody knows I'm a heathen and yeah. <laughs> they're pretty much, uh, I mean, they're pretty a, much accepted by now. That it's I'm a holiday. People celebrate in their own ways. You know, yeah. Whether it's a I religious mean, tradition. Or Christmas to me tradition. has always been about Santa Claus. Yeah. 100%. You know, they told me it was all about baby Jesus, but yeah. I've always knew what the real reason for the season was. Yeah, old Mr. Sandy Falls, baby. We love you. We love you, Santa. Love you, Kurt Russell. Uh, Bro, what if Kurt Russell really was Santa Claus? He's this. He is. Netflix made a movie about it. Yeah. Is that a documentary? Yeah, dude. It's Christmas. I thought it was a narrative. It's a narrative feature, but it was inspired by real events. Oh. oh. Where do you think the thing takes place? Overall... The thing in uh, uh, Christmas Chronicles... It's a prequel to see, to Santa Claus? Is a, a, the Christmas Chronicles is a sequel to The Thing. Oh, man. Because where do you think it all started? It started so, in The Thing. But you don't know what okay, year so The Okay, so here's what it is. Here's what happened. It's the 1800s. The old, it's like Tim Allen. It's like Tim Allen. Yeah. But with Kurt Russell. <laughs> Santa Claus got took over by The Thing... And then McCready had to take his fucking place. Yeah, yeah, that's it. We, we cracked it. We just made a fucking movie. Made it. We just roll, made that. Roll Thank credits. you, Hollywood. Roll credits. Thank you. You're welcome, Hollywood, for that You're nugget. You're welcome, Hollywood, for the Make nugs. that fucking movie, bitch. <laughs> yeah, what's up? Uh, overall, though, as far as Hanukkah movies go, Mistletoe and Menorahs, Menorah in the Middle, banging. Bangers all day. Pitch for the holidays, good enough. Yeah. More of a Christmas movie than a Hanukkah movie, but yeah. definitely has both in it. Um, it's it's more of a holiday movie in general, I guess, because they do New Year's too. So, I mean, it ends at New Year's. So, mm-hmm. make more Hanukkah movies, everybody. Do we it. need more. We need more Jewish filmmakers making Hanukkah movies. Uh, Hanukkah horror. We need more Hanukkah horror. We only got one Hanukkah horror movie, and between you and me, not the best movie. Not the greatest. Not the best movie. <laughs> don't listen to our episode about it. Um, I don't like shitting all over things, so it does have good stuff about it. There are good things about that movie, but for the most part, pretty lackluster. <laughs> so watch it just to say you saw it, and to support. Low budget filmmaking, but or don't do not expect any kind of like grand film. Yeah, uh, but who am I to say? Maybe somebody's gonna, maybe somebody out there likes it. You know, who am I? Yeah, we pissed off that one person just now. Who? The one person only been. Oh, uh, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, the next time you hear us talking, it'll be the Christmas special. Uh-huh. We have some recorded messages from guests gonna have two watch-alongs first time ever on one episode two watch-alongs oh lord we're doing a watch-along of santa claus is coming to town yeah and we're gonna do a watch-along home alone too keeping Ah! keeping with tradition last year we did one the first first ever watch-along yeah home alone yeah a year in now every year until we run out of home alone movies That's gonna be a Christmas special, long run, baby. Christmas special tradition. I like the one with uh, Mini Nick Frost as the main character. So we've got uh, which one's that? The newest one. He's got the little Nick Frost. Who? The kid from Jojo Rabbit. Oh Mini yeah, Nick yeah, Frost. yeah, yeah. Home sweet home alone. 
Yeah, so we got a. We got five Home Alone movies, so that's five years of Christmas we specials. Go. Well, four, three more after this year. So. There we go, baby. Um, or is there, or is there six? There's six Home Alone movies. There is. We'll I think out. there is actually because there's Home Alone three, and then there's Home Alone four and five because there's the one that's like a legit unattached sequel, and then there's the one that's like a reboot almost. Yeah. And then there's Home Alone, Home Sweet Home Alone. Mm. So yeah, there's six. Six Christmas You got it. Six of them, baby. So we got four more Christmas specials out of the Home Alone franchise. And then who knows what else is going to happen. So, you know, we're going to talk about what we asked Santa for on the Christmas Mm. special. If we got what we wanted from Santa. (laughs) We won't know yet, because we're going to record it in advance. But... We'll pretend. That'll suck. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll be like the people on the dra- the Jack Frost claymation joint. Uh, it's just what I always wanted a Christmas delight. But yeah. it's, but it's really nothing. But it's just nothing. It's a box. Empty box. Empty boxes. It's a good lesson to teach people. Be thankful for what you got. Yeah. You know what I mean. Exactly. So That's the lesson learned this season. Let's keep it sweet and short. Sweet and Sweet short. And short. It's time for lasagna. Yeah, Sean Connery going on. Until uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, next week, y'all, let's watch some fucking movies. Boy. Looks like you survived the movie madness. Congratulations. Come back next week for more chills, thrills, and spine-tingling tales of terror and movies, because that's what makes the world go round.